Second hour of the show on a Friday means we get to hang out with a very cool South African doing something really cool. And this week, we're joined by the executive chair of the Young Women in Business Network, Ntabeleng Dekotzi. She joins us in studio this evening. Hello, Ntabeleng. Hi, Gugu. And how are you? I'm great. How are you? Very good, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. My pleasure. So I first came across your story and the headline was that how one Ekuruleni businesswoman started a bank. So you started something of a bank. Yes. How did you do it? Well, it's a cooperative bank, mm-hmm. and I might have started it, but uh, the requirement is minimum 200 people. Mm-hmm. So how we did it, uh, there's a business conference that we host annually uh, called Young Women in Business Network Annual Summit, which we've been hosting for the past five years. Um, exposing young women to existing business opportunities. I'll keep on saying young women, but it does include men. So we don't exclude men. <laughs> okay. Um, so in that, then the whole idea is to say, what opportunities are there in this, in South Africa? And how can we access them? And uh, not as an individual, but as a collective. So I invited Osno Vula to uh, one of the sessions, which she, then she used to work for the DTI. Now she's at the Small Business Development. And she invited me to Switzerland. So when we were there in one of the banks, she said to me, um, Tabling, you know what this is? And I said, no. And she said, it's a cooperative bank. And I said, what is that? And she started explaining to me, no, it's a stock file. This is how it's done. You know, it's governed by National Treasury as opposed to your financial services board. And, and, and. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, okay. Um, then she said, oh, your company, when you started in 2011, you did the whole broad-based investment company mm-hmm. where you invited women and men uh, to say, let us use the stock firm model, save every month, and then buy shares in white-owned entities because mm-hmm. obviously they're looking for BEE. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've done that before. So in 2012, we saved a 1,000 rand a month, and then we bought shares in a company that now owns shares in a logistics company. Mm. So that's how it came about. Mm. I came back to the country. Uh, we were hosting the fifth annual summit, and we did our own research, invited the Cooperative Bank Development Agency, which is short for CBDA. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came to present. National Treasury was there to present. And that's how the idea was born. And at the fifth annual summit, we asked the ladies if they want to participate. They said, yes, let's go for it. And then here we are. I love the the flexibility behind it because, you know, with the banking system, it's always looking to partner with informal um, type of uh, incomes and how people manage their money and also informal business. And this investment, it's a great idea. Do do you find that um, a lot of people don't have the information in terms of uh, how they can enhance their investments and saving? Is it almost a bit too overwhelming when you mention the word word investment until you you break it down and say, this is where your money is going to go. This is how it's going to be. Does that trust relationship happen easily or do you have partnerships with the people? Oh, my God, the trust issue. Look, um. I'm going to talk about Stockfells because um, back then Stockfells made forty billion. Now they make about fifty billion. Sure. So our people as in that is the money flowing yes. within Stockfells is about fifty billion rand. Yes. 
Cheapest. Okay. And go guess what? This is not plastic money. This is not credit. This is cash. It's actually mm. yeah, because you when you yeah. put your money into a stock fall, you're putting in it's money. Cash. Yeah. It's my thousand Disposable. rand, my two thousand rand, my three thousand. What I can. That's fifty billion. It kills the whole idea I, that I don't like about banking about the money not being. You can't. It's not tangible. It's always numbers. So how can you actually gauge it when a system crashes? The the money, the businesses that survives are the businesses that have hard cash. Because cash is king, right? Yes. <laughs> so we need to have cash. Mm. Um, going back to that is then saying, when you talk about savings, our people don't understand. Mm. Uh, when you talk about investments, you need to explain a bit further. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about stock falls, everybody understands because mm. it's the language that we understand. Yeah. You don't have You've to never go been into part detail. Of one. Exactly. I've, like I've never been part of one, but my mom was part of one. Your grandmother so was my, part of one. You know, yeah. So there's a, the, I understand, or even like, Society, the burial society, that whole idea of communal saving makes sense to me, even though I've never used it. Yes. So the only difference is come December, we want our money Mm. because it's short-term investment. So when we talk about short-term, that's what we talk about. So now we're taking it further and saying, but the cooperative banking, it's actually long-term because Mm. then it encourages us to save. It's not saying come December, I want my money back, let's share or let's buy groceries or whatnot. This Mm. one we're saying... Hang on, with long-term investment, mm. long-term return on investment will actually create jobs. There's an issue in this country of mm. unemployment, of uh, entrepreneurship. How mm. can we use this model that already exists, that we understand, to address that issue? Mm. I'm an entrepreneur myself. I've been in business for over seven years, and one of the challenges is funding. Mm-hmm. As you find that government comes up with programs where they award tenders to young uh, black entrepreneurs or women, you know, there's all that, but there's no support when it comes to financing. I have this tender or purchase order of 100,000 rent. Who's going to give me 100,000 rent to start the job? Mm. That is the biggest thing. And you find people walking around selling their purchase orders. When are they going to start when they're selling their purchase orders? You have people that sell their tenders because they don't have money to start. So as in I secure the tender to supply... Uh, 200 pencils or 2,000 pencils. And then because for whatever reason, I I don't have the expertise, I then sell it to Wasanga. Yes. Who will then uh, implement what has been tended for. Yes. Let's say you have the expertise in this this particular scenario, Mm -hmm. but you don't have the finances to buy the 2,000 pencils. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to get it? I'm black. I'm youth. I don't have collateral. I don't have, I might have been blacklisted when I was a student. Where do I go? Mm. I don't have family and friends that can, that can back me up financially. Where do I go? I need a financial institution that understands me as a tabling, as a person. So instead of me selling it to Asanga, I'm going to invest in my bank so that when I have this purchase order, I have already created a financial institution that is going to back me. So uh-huh. it's almost consolidating the short-term purposes of saving in terms and informal t- um, stock being at the stock stock fell because it's got immediate returns, and then you have to consolidate that with the long longer-term uh, returns. So I think that's where the conversation for me it grips me. So how do you change that mindset? Because if I if I put money into a stock fell, there's a specific period of time it t- doubles, triples, quadruples uh, according to the system we're using. But if I keep it longer in there. I'll be able to make a much more, uh, much more. How do you, how do you, how do you consolidate those two difference, the, the short term and the long term loan with people who are who don't have that much money to save? It's a it's a difficult task. Mm. 
And uh, it's a difficult task that some of us have taken <laughs> upon, you know. It's saying to our people that we are used to short-term investment. Mm. Let us look at the long-term investment. That's what now we are teaching. We're not saying, let's not look at the immediate result. Let's not look so at the 12 food months, on the table. I take my money mm. out. Yes, let's look at five years. Let's look at 10 years. You know, we were in Kenya with the Gauteng Department of Economic Development on a study tour on cooperative banking. You'd be very surprised that in Kenya, I mean, Kenya leads in the cooperative banking space. When they save, they save for a lifetime, meaning that they don't withdraw their savings. That is amazing. So I put my 1,000 rand a month for every lifetime. month for the rest of my life. Yes. And so then in that way, could you then start using cooperative banking to save for retirement? I mean, what do they do with the money after that life, lifelong period? So with them, then they say they're encouraging to save. And then you will then they will you ask a loan against your savings. Mm-hmm. So when you decide to retire, then you decide, okay, I'm not part of the cooperative bank anymore. Then you get your money. But look at this: the they, cooperative banking sector in Kenya contributes forty percent to the GDP. Forty four zero. It's really? actually over four zero. So it's huge in Africa. South Africa is, start, is starting. We are like number I don't know what, <laughs> but we have the capability mm-hmm. to do that and surpass Kenya. I mean, in the Eastern Africa, it's their number one when really? it comes to... Yes. So this is nothing new to South Africa. It's, it's just, just So it's not new to other parts of the world. Yes. It's still quite new here. At home. Someone asking, what are the types of businesses that the network invests in? Can you give us examples and how big the portfolio is? Well, we're still fairly new. Um, we invested in a company that in, that invested in a logistics company. So that is our first investment. The second one now with the banking, we, we're still starting. It's a year old. Um, we only got our license in December. And after that, then we'll look at, because it's a democratic bank, it's something that I or as the board cannot decide on. Because it's a democratic bank, meaning we're all equal. We all get one voting right. So when it comes to investments as a collective, obviously our investment company will come and present and say, this is what we recommend. This is what the research says. And then the whole team can then decide, okay, these are the investments where we're going to look into. Mm-hmm. So at this stage, I can't say, I don't have uh, the right to say this. Is, these are the industries that we're going to concentrate in. Mm. Joined today in studio by Ntabi Leng Degota. She's the executive chair of the Young Women Women in Business Network, who've started the first female-led cooperative bank, which looks like quite an interesting uh, way of supporting young entrepreneurs or saving long-term. If you have any questions, you can give us a call on 021-446-0567-011-883-0702. You can also SMS us on 31702 and 31567. So in tabulating your background, what is your background? Before you formed the Young Women's um, Network, what were you doing before? What is your background? How did you get into this? Are you a financial person? <laughs> I studied accounting. Uh-huh. Uh, at some point, I wanted to be a chartered accountant. And make that good money. <laughs> yes. And I failed so many times. Uh, then I said, no way. This is not me. Um, I served my articles halfway at Imperial Holdings. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I did my articles there. Halfway through, I thought, you know what? This is not my dream. Um, I believe I'm a born entrepreneur. Mm. Uh, entrepreneurship is in my family. So for me, business has always been an option. Mm. Whereas other people, it's circumstantial. For me, it has always been an option because I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. So out of that, then I left uh, formal employment and I said to myself, 
I'm going to try this business thing and I'm going to make it work. Mm -hmm. I then studied entrepreneurship. I have master's in entrepreneurship from Vets Business School. Um, so, yeah, that's my background and my little finance uh, <laughs> background. Yeah. Informal business has um, a problem of money not staying and circulating enough for everyone to benefit with it. Um, MEC of uh, Gauteng, Barbara Creasy, has said that it's important to form to help uh, informal business uh, to, for corporates to work hand in hand with uh, informal business to help with the massive unemployment uh, issue that we have in the country right now. So it's, I think it, it's it's rather important that we the, the, the investments that uh, are made by the stockfall do they benefit the uh, the businesses locally that people are part of them. How does the money circulate and actually benefit everyone who is in a society that is part of the corporate the cooperative banking? So that's what we need to do. Mm. We need to come together. Uh, I mean, people, when you talk about 50 billion, now we're talking cooperative banking or cooperative financial institution. There are other cooperatives like consumer cooperatives. Mm. So in, imagine this. We make 10 billion in December alone, maybe that week of December. Mm -hmm. We spend, let's say, 40 billion mm -hmm. in buying groceries. Imagine where we say for one year, we are going to take that 40 billion and create factories and farms where we can own it and buy from it. Instead of just consuming, mm -hmm. we can actually be the creators. That's how we're going to create jobs. This is my long-term dream. I'm dreaming that South Africa, an ordinary South African that will contribute in the economy of our country, where as a collective we come together, we put in our money together and to create jobs. That is the only way that we're going to create jobs in this country. Mm. Not as individuals. We can't just be sitting back and looking at corporate to create jobs. Mm -hmm. What about me as an ordinary South African? What am I doing mm. to participate in that? What am I doing with my grant money? Because when you get grant money, it means you earn a salary. There's the revenue that you get. How then do you participate using that money? For me, is in terms of participation, in terms of job creation, and ordinary, once we get to that person that gets a grant and say, save your five rand, as a collective, we can then create jobs. Instead of buying, we can create. Instead of consuming, we can create. Our people need to get to a point where they say, this one billion, we're going to create this industry. In the studio, speaking to Ntabeleng Dikoti, Executive Chair of the Young Women in Business Network. She's been telling us for our South Africans doing great things section on the line. We have John in Auckland Park. Good evening, John. How are you, man? We're well, John. Good, man. Mm. Yeah, uh, interesting, uh, interesting topic. Do you this have any? Exactly what I wanted to to become involved in, um, but uh, when I, I hear the lady very well, it looks like this is only for women only. Yeah? No, definitely not, John. It's just championed by women, but we do include men. There's no way we can exclude men. Okay, so you're going to leave your details at the end of uh, the session, eh? Yes, you can email us at info at ywbn.co.za. That is info at ywbn.co.za for more information. Y-W-E-N. Y for young, W for woman, B for business, N for network. Okay, cool. Now I'll do that, man. Thank you very much, John. So what are some of the biggest, I guess, concerns people might have when you start talking about um, cooperative banking? So you say, here is an opportunity, here is an alternative way to save your money, save together with other people who are looking to save their money. Um, and then someone might say, 
okay, why why do that when I can just put it into a savings pocket in the bank or uh, I don't know. So, I mean, what are some of the questions or concerns people here have when they hear cooperative banking? The first one is trust. Um, the cooperative banking or cooperative financial institutions are based on trust. So, for instance, my greatest achievement has been people trusting me with their money. Uh, people that have not even met me to this day, that have uh, pledged in their 10,000 and are saving their 1,000 rand. That is the biggest issue. So a lot of people will come in and say, we're going to start cooperative banks and this is what needs to happen. It's legit. They will show you this is what the cooperative bank development agency requires and mm-hmm. whatnot and whatnot. But they might run away with the money. So that is the biggest issue. We've been in existence for seven years. So I guess because we've been in existence and people could Google, then it was easier to say, okay, they are legit. You're not a fly-by-night. I'm not a fly-by-night. I'm not going to put in my my, my thousand rands for a year and then come January the next year, gone. I'm in Dubai. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And definitely not a blesser, but I would be in Dubai. So that is the biggest thing. Um, The question that I'm getting a lot is why? Why you? And the question, my answer is, you know, our slogan says we are the ones that we have been waiting for. Mm-hmm. The financial sector in South Africa is one of the best in the world. But where are black people? Mm. We are the majority in this country. We have the middle class in this country. Why are we not participating in the financial sector? So if it takes $250 million just to have a banking license with FSB, that is 250 million rand, right? Mm-hmm. And then National Treasury or the Cooperative Bank Development Agency came up with the Cooperative Bank Act that just requires 100,000 rand for us as black people to participate in the financial sector. It's, it seems very feasible. And um, just um, what's, what, what, is, what should you look out for? What is the vetting process if you want to perhaps invest in uh, cooperative banking? Where do you start? Where would I go? Who do I approach? Is there something online? Yes. What, is, what are the steps? So go to National Treasury website. Mm-hmm. Um, then go to Cooperative Bank Development Agency. You will see all the registered cooperative financial institutions. Um, listed on the CBDA website, mm-hmm. you will see that there's Young Women in Business Network Cooperative Financial Institution listed there. Mm-hmm. So we're not the first ones. There are 31 registered, legally registered CFIs in South Africa, mm-hmm. and we have two legally registered cooperative banks in South Africa. So if a person says join this uh, CFI and you're not sure, you can always call CBDA um, and find out about them because anybody who's starting, they should have uh, interacted with CBDA. And CBDA should be there because they're the ones that regulate. So mm-hmm. they should be a way of, you know, scammers are everywhere. Mm-hmm. So just to be sure, just call CBDA and then uh, they will give you all the necessary information. And their website is very good. They have the constitution there. They have the savings policy and the loan policy, just the template to give us to get us going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have Maisha and Ivory Park on the line. Hello, Maisha. Yeah, uh, hi, Book. Hello. Yeah, uh, okay, my name is Maisha. You know, I like to find out from uh, the lady. You know, like, a corporate bank is a, is a consumer cooperative, you know? And uh, I want to find out from her if they're going to invest in communal eateries. You know, like in the black communities, we don't have, like, a, a meeting place where black people could, like, come, eat together, you know? So I just want to find out if they're going to invest into something that's of that sort. Because what happened with me is, like, I'm more of a social, social activist, you know? I am pushing for, um, you know, like I'm pushing for, I'm running an over-the-top service provider. Our idea is to network communities 
so that they can have their own consumer cooperatives, you know. Because what you, we don't have the means of production, but we do have the means of consuming, you know. Mm-hmm. But the money in our country doesn't circulate, you know. So I just want to find from her. So the question is about uh, if money is being put into eateries. Yeah, you know, like we need con- uh, communal eateries, you know, where black people could eat. You know, like I'm in Ivory Park, you know, what you walk around, people just cook on the street, all that stuff. You know? There's no place where people could come together and eat you know, I guess I'm Okay, Maisha and Ivory Park, thank you very much for that question. Tabile? Okay, so there are different types of cooperatives. The one that we are registered for is a cooperative financial institution. Mm. Then there's a second one called the consumer cooperative, the one that he's talking about. Then you have the workers' cooperative. So there are different types of cooperatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good thing that we might be looking out for coming this year is the Gauteng Economic Development has taken it upon itself to educate um, about cooperatives. So, you know, as Gauteng, we're very lucky that they have taken it upon themselves to do that. So, Masha, it's Masha. So it will be coming up. They will communicate as time goes by, and they are engaging. So if he has an idea and he wants to start a cooperative or consumer cooperative, he can do that and contact them and find out more what they do. Unfortunately, I'm I'm not representing the mm-hmm. department, so I don't want to say things that are not supposed <laughs> that I'm not supposed to be saying. But I, I my little knowledge is that they are doing something like that, so he can contact them and find out more. Some SMSs here. I'm not sure if this relates to you, but Peter Njoburg wants to know. Please explain where the money for grants comes from. I don't know if that relates to you. Someone else saying, well done, Tabileng. I'm a member of another South African cooperative bank called the Generational Inheritance Group Reserve Bank um, and has also given, uh, which has also been given their banking license. Uh, someone else saying cooperative banking is a consumer cooperative, meaning people must be taught uh, a pioneering principles. And that's someone else on 31702. So in, in your seven years of existence, how much have you raised? No, we started the Cooperative Financial Institution last year. Mm-hmm. So today we are over 3.2 million that we have raised. In the last, I mean, how long is that? In a year. Okay, so it took us nine months, which was a record mm-hmm. in this country. I'm very proud to say that. Mm-hmm. When we registered, we registered of over two million. Mm-hmm. Um, now, but that was over 208 people mm-hmm. that have registered, All that right. we registered with. Now we're sitting just over 270-something people. So here's the requirement. Because our license is to issue out loans and for savings, we need to save every month. So you had me talk about cooperative financial institution and a cooperative bank. The requirement is we are now, the stage where we're at is a cooperative financial institution. That is just the share capital and the savings. So we started saving in March where we save a thousand, 1,000 rand a month for a period of five years. Now, when, we re- our, when our savings reach 1 million rand, mm-hmm. we will be now eligible to register with the Reserve Bank as a cooperative bank. Mm-hmm. So we're looking into end of June, we should be reaching that 1 million rand. And trust me, come next year, this time, we'll be a cooperative bank with the Reserve Bank. Hmm. Norman in Protea Glen, good evening. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good, Norman. What's on your mind? Yes. Actually, I want to find out about the Tabe Ling. Um, I would like to join because I was just, you know, in my mind, like, you know, there will be money which I'll be getting soon. So I want to put something somewhere. But I didn't know, you know, where to put and all that. So is it possible maybe if I could get some, you know, 
communication, email or whatever, because really I'm interested in this. Naman, your money will be safe with us. Uh, email info at ywbn.co.za info at ywbn.co.za and a good thing is that groups can also join you know it's not just an individual thing so it's companies that can join groups can join stock firms can join they can come and save with us so yeah so can i get the number or your the email address or whatever it's y w it's info info at at young okay y for y yeah, why? W. W for women. Yes. B for business. For business, yes. N for network. All right. Now just Google it. Maybe I'll just take it. Okay, cool. Yes. Thank you very Thank much you. for your call, Norman. We also have Dumsani and Fosloris. Hello, Dumsani. Hello, ma'am. Hi, Dumsani. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, in Fosloris, we, 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 we are a small business uh, group. Uh, but what we do here, we, 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 we usually pop out 200 rands every Friday. In fact, with that amount of money, we are, we are, we are, we are rotating that money to each and every member. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but we've got this, uh, strictly you've got to use that money to go and purchase more stock because we are, people who are running small spider shop and some are running those corners, you know, selling vegetables. And then every Friday, we we, we, we are about 20. We, we, we pop out those 200 rents mm-hmm. to, to, to help each and each, 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 each what you call member to, to purchase more stock. So what I was interested in is this... Uh, sort of a, a banking system. So, so you want to know how you could potentially use something like the cooperative banking system um, for your existing uh, stock file? Yes, but now it's, 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 not, it's not a long time. But now if, if say for instance, those 200 rents came to me at this point in time it is for just to purchase more stock so that we are trying to uplift our businesses so i i when i follow what you are explaining there uh, i find out if we can have maybe somebody who can help us to how to save that money when the time comes all right, thank you very much, Timsani and Fosloris. So, Ntabilang, that kind of question, how does an existing small stock file become a member of a cooperative banking system? Is it possible? If so, how? So, they share every Friday. Yeah. That's my understanding. So, now, we have different types of members. So, we have shareholders that buy shares and then you save. That is like you are a shareholder. You're entitled to one vote. You attend meetings mm-hmm. and so forth. So their stock fell would be short term. It will just be them opening up an account with us. Mm-hmm. They save and then they withdraw their money. Um, because we would then encourage in the process, then we can sit down with them and say, 
how then do we assist your business mm-hmm. instead of withdrawing every Friday? How do we work with you guys to for long term? You know, mm. because the long term thing is this is not just an ordinary bank. It will not just be an ordinary cooperative bank. Mm-hmm. As we grow, we need to support our business. So there will be a business support leg that we implement at some time, at, at some point in time. So we're saying, let's handhold you. Where, how are you struggling? How can we assist you? And so it's just that right now we don't have the capacity, but looking at five years, that is our vision to say, let's have a business support leg that people like Bo and Tati Dumisane, where they're saying, my business is mm. struggling. How do we assist you? How do we do, you know, we'll do the whole analysis of the business. How can you assist in terms of HR, in terms of SARS, in terms of, you know, everything else that is required in terms of business support? Zianda on Twitter asking, all I want to know is as a young female entrepreneur, how or where do I sign up? How much do I need? What is the process? Okay. So um, the email address, again, is info at ywbn.co.za. It's 550 rand annual membership that is purely for administration purposes. We do not touch your share capital for for operations. We do not touch your savings for operations. Mm -hmm. So we pay 550 rand annual membership. Then you pay a 10,000 rand share capital that is once off. That now entitles you to 100 shares by 100 per value. So that gets to 10,000 rand, which is once off. Then once you've paid your 10,550, you can now start saving your 1,000 rand monthly. For people who say, I want to join, but 10,000 rand is a bit too steep. Mm-hmm. We have a, a, a plan of how you can pay your 10,000 rand. So you pay 2,550 2, rand the first month. Uh, like for the whole year, the first year you pay 2,000 rand, basically. So that will cover your share capital and your 1,000 rand savings. And for people that say, but then what's the difference between me that has paid 2,000 and the person that has paid 10,000 mm. rand? The only time you will become a shareholder, a proper shareholder, that is when you have reached your 10,000 rand share capital. So that means you will get your five years, I mean your five months, which is your 10,000 rand. Mm-hmm. And the only difference again is, We've given ourselves five years to build this bank. We, that's why we don't, we're not looking for people that want a short-term quick. Mm. We are not a quick scheme. You're not a pyramid scheme. You're not going to get rich quickly. This thing is a long-term investment. So we've each given ourselves five, five years for before we can even start talking about dividends and how much am I going to get, how is the dividend structure. So we're saying if I joined in March, for instance, we started saving in the 1st of March 2016, mm-hmm. my five years will end five years from then. Mm. Osanga, if you join in August 2016, your five years will kickstart from August to that year. Mm. So every person will be locked in for a period of five years. The first two years, we're encouraging our members not to voluntarily withdraw. Mm. Unfortunately, if you, will, if you voluntarily withdraw, you're going to lose your money mm. unless it's circumstances beyond your control. That's when now the board will get involved. They will look at your case and so we'll forth. Look at a plan for so you. this is not for people that want a quick scheme. This is not a quick return. This is not a, a posy scheme mm. or pyramid scheme. It is definitely not that. This is a proper bank. I like that flexibility that you introduced. Uh, for example, the, the existing Stockfell company, as Dumisani was saying, is that they come together every Friday. And um, it, it's that knowledge that 
you can show them this might be what you can look at. It's short term. We can give you the loan, but in a long term, this is what this is what we can do for you. That projection, I think, helps also in that education educational element yes. where you say to people, okay, we can optimize your business and build it to a, sp- a specific extent. You won't run out of costs. Maybe you can buy it somewhere cheaper. All of those. And you said that the business uh, leg will yes. be opening soon. One day. One day. <laughs> well, we have uh, business proposals uh, ready for that. Mm-hmm. We're just uh, knocking on different doors to say this is what we request. And this is where we, we're asking our government to play a role. Uh, because we're saying as ordinary South Africans, we are doing this. Please assist us with one, two, three, so that we can then support them. Remember, the cooperative banks are not funded by government. Mm. And this is not something that we say government will give us grants. Unfortunately, mm. actually, fortunately, because our people can and, and, and are able to save without saying, looking at somebody else and saying, help assist me, me. It doesn't, help me, it give reco- me aid. No, yeah. this is us saying we can, we are able, let us work together. Mm. And then in terms of other services, so someone when, when someone hears the word banking, I mean, can what other services am I then offered by being a member of a cooperative uh, banking or cooperative bank. Okay. So we will give, uh, so now we'll be on the banking system. Uh, This will happen sometime this year, a centralized banking system. So we'll have our own cards, our own identity. We're excited about that. Mm. Uh, That will happen sometime this year. It's in the pipeline. The second thing is we are the only CFI that is purely concentrating at this point on entrepreneurship. So for professionals, I say, but I'm working. At, how am I going to benefit from this thing? Look at this picture. I love this picture, right? You do draw a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> so look at it this way. We are professionals. I'm working. I'm a teacher or I'm an accountant or I'm in HR or I'm in IT. In five years, we would have saved a billion, one billion, just savings, Right. As a collective, we come together, we say. We have a challenge in Africa. As an example, electricity. Mm -hmm. We decide that we're going to build a power plant that is owned by us. The question then becomes, who is going to build it? Who is going to run the HR? Who's going to be the receptionist? Who's going to be the IT person? It's us, isn't it? Mm. So are we not building a network of black professionals? And business people and entrepreneurs, are we not value. building intellectual property under one roof? We don't have to go outside to look at, to find the skills. We will be doing it. That will be our return on investment. And guess what? When I'm gone, my great-grandchildren will be employed because before we look at somebody outside, we look at within. Mm. So we're building a family. That means I'm creating a legacy for my kids. My kids will be guaranteed some sort of work because by then we'll have multi-billions. That is the picture. So when people ask what is my return on investment, I say, look at that picture. Look at the picture where my kids will be able to point out and say, this generation built that bank. This generation built that power plant. Mm. We don't have that now. Thank you very much. Joined in studio by the Executive Chair of the Young Women in Business Network in Tabuleng de Gozi. And that email address again is info at ywbn.co.za. We will also put those details up on Heard on Air. If you want to visit the website as well, it's www.ywbn.co.za.